Hello everyone and welcome. This is episode 32 of the Lion Learns to Write podcast with me, your host, Andre Bright, reclaiming narratives through identity, empowerment and creativity. And today we have the amazing Styles J in the house and we talk about everything from his relationship with Zimbabwe, his relationship with music, the mental health sector and why laughter is charity. Sit back, relax and enjoy. It's a really interesting episode and I know you're going to get a lot from it. And we're off. We're live in the house, in the place to be, with a special guest here today. Mate, it's, it's, first of all, can I just say thank you for coming out at some ridiculous times of the week and morning. <laughs> Even me on a Saturday <laughs> morning, I'm like, yo, because it's like, it was, it seemed like a good time because I'm like, okay, cool get the day started off right yeah but i know you got like all kinds of stuff going on so like we'll yeah, smash no. it out early and then do the thing but before we go any further in case people don't know who you are yet could you introduce yourself for the audience my name i go by joe or mm. most commonly known as styles j come on yes bruv because i mean for me um that's kind of like the alias i knew you for for the longest yeah yeah, yeah. Like, cause, cause you know the, mu- the music scene. That pff, if for people who don't know, yeah, this this guy, yeah, <laughs> obviously you've got different roles in it, yeah, yeah, yeah different yeah. parts of you or whatever. But the way you are on a DJ level, I don't know if you remember. Yeah, I don't even know why I'm sharing this story. But there was one one of the first times, right, mm-hmm. where you were DJing for an event I was at was something that was hosted by Michael and Manning. Oh yeah, yeah, Michael, yeah, yeah. and um, it was like I remember I got there mad early because I came from a rehearsal. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I and I remember uh, this. yeah, it was down in um in Elephant and Castle. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. I got there stupidly early, like people were you were setting up kind of early. Yeah. Like even the bouncers hadn't got there yet, mm-hmm. and you were just playing fire from the get. Like people weren't even there. Yeah. And I think it was like I'd planned there to be there till like <laughs> nine, ten o'clock. I remember this. <laughs> people started coming in at like half nine, ten o'clock. I was already drenched, like yep. sweating. Yeah. Two, three o'clock, I'm still there. And I didn't even look at my, my phone until midnight or something That's crazy. Enjoyment, man. Enjoyment, bro. I like, this... I, like, I like doing that from early. I like playing good music from early. Yes. Because you know. Because I, I like when people, when you walk in, mm. you don't want to walk into dead music. You want to walk in and feel yeah. like I'm walking into a party. I'm so telling you. You can be by yourself and it's just walking in. So mm-hmm. you know, I'm in a party, you know. You got superhuman skills with that. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Like that's thank that's you. that's one thing I known from early days. Right? Yeah, I was like, oh, you, if I see you. Styles J on the on the decks, <laughs> I'm like, cool. Don't worry. I need an extra towel. I need a bottle of water. <laughs> I need a you sweat band. People say that every time they're like, ah, oh, you know what, bro? I'm going home. I'm not. I'm not dealing with you today. Yeah, exactly. I'm going home. <laughs> if I don't go home yeah. now, I'm not gonna leave. I'm telling you, it's therapy, man, bro. Every time, without fail, it's like how. I remember that particular night, yeah, you you mixed so many genres seamlessly. I remember you went from some next, like, hip-hop, but the mm. way you went, switched it to Afro. And this is before Afro beats was kind yeah, of, like, yeah, 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 popular yeah. like they are now. So, yeah. But then the, the Afro beats you went to were not, like, 
even then commercial Afro beats. No, it was no, like no. African party. It's like Af- African party, like Afro house. I'm mixing mash it in there, man. Yes. I'm mixing nonsensical transitions. Is it's important in it, so it's like yeah. going from coming from one thing to another. So I could mix hip hop and then move to another genre. You won't even probably know at all. I'll just, I'll just, just the mixes music. are sly, bro, like a ninja. <laughs> but how did you get into DJing in the first place? DJ, bro, I got into DJing by mistake, you know. Oh, I love it already. That's the joke. Well, <laughs> yeah. I was a rapper at first. Like yeah. I always tell people this story. I was a rapper at first. Mm. And then what happened was I was broke and I right. wanted to make money. I was like, bro, I'm broke. Mm-hmm. I need money. I need to find a way to make money so I can fund my career. Right. So I got a job um, in a bar as a bartender. Okay. I was a glass collector actually. Okay. And then <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of built my way up in the, in the in the in the bar. And then what happened is the manager then mm. I used to make him CDs, like playlists of me like music. Oh, okay. He used to, to just burn him some CDs and he's like, oh, you know, I know you're into your hip hop. Yeah, yeah. So I used to burn him some CDs, but I didn't know when I was burning them CDs. Um, they were in a certain order because uh-huh. I was a music guy anyway. So yeah. I was, they were in a certain order, whatever already. So he was like, right. hey, you know the way you do your CDs, you should do, you should be a DJ. And I was like, what is that? So in my head, okay. I was like, I have a DJ, but I was like, what am I gonna do with that? Yeah, said, yeah just play some music mm. early on, warming up before the the main DJ. That's comes a good on. shout. So he used to give me like a two hour slot from like ten. I think it was like from nine to ten. Okay. So it was like nine before people come in, people come in at ten, right. still playing, and then ten like to eleven. Right. And okay. Other DJ comes DJ at eleven. Come. Yeah. So it was just that for two years, and then obviously, the DJs they used to come afterwards. I think they were like Sirius and Saber. They were like Kiss One Hundred DJs. Mad. And then they noticed something in me as well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna teach you how to mix. Oh, sick. Yeah, and then he just started to teach me because he could mix. Right, 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 right. Serious, right. Sirius could mix. So he was he started mm. showing me. How to mix, and then I fell in love with him, and I was just, I used to see how the music people used to react to the music, and I was like, you know what, yeah. I like this. Mm-hmm. So I started doing it, and I forgot about my rap thing, <laughs> and I started right. DJing. Yeah, yeah, and that was the beginning of it, all, man. That's incredible, man, bro. Do you know what I love about stories like that is the mm-hmm. concept of the accident. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, there's so many people who are in like some crazy lines of of like mm-hmm. experiences through complete. It's like not intentional at all, or maybe yeah. it was like a plan B, like a side thing to make no way. an A happen. I never dreamed to be a DJ. I never watched no DJs. I never mm. paid attention. The only DJ I probably knew then was Jazzy, Jazzy Jeff. But I never really... Oh, yeah, yeah. Only because of Fresh, Fresh Prince. Yeah. So I never really <laughs> followed like DJing or anything right. like that. The only thing I followed was dance. Okay. So, yeah, know, yeah. The dance and stuff like that. So that's the only thing I followed. Mad. Mad. It was like from then and then DJing for dancers. Yeah. Like, that was it. And then just setting people on fire, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nonsensical. It, it, it became a love. It was, it was, it was hip hop first, man. I used to play yeah. like the most thuggish, ruggish thing. You know, like hip hop back in the day, how it was. Yes. It? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to play that, the old 90s stuff. So it was the mm. most people, the most like people that really used to really appreciate it was dancers. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I started doing like a thing with dancers. I used to just play music for them. And it was like, mm-hmm. they could see me. A lot of the dancers that you have now that are like the main professional dancers that yeah. dance for the Stormzies and whatever, they will tell you from back in the day that. The first person <laughs> they used to play for them when they were scrubs was right. Me. <laughs> yeah, standard. I can I can definitely see that. <laughs> a lot of them when definitely they were no, that. when they were like like the amateurs of what yeah. these 
bro, the professional guys are like, you just see them. There's, I think there's, there's so many names now. When oh, I see I them, imagine. I'm like, wow. <laughs> so we always have those moments when I bump into them, I'm like, wow. It's been a long time, you know. Bro, you've been in the game for a minute, <laughs> bro. You've been cutting your teeth for a long while. Because I think, for me, always, it's like, I feel like, okay, you get a DJ and they play good music, but you, yeah. for example, I find that you play like track six of that album that you yeah, liked yeah, when yeah, you were 15. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what I mean? Like yeah, the one yeah. that no one else even knew about. Like for me, that was what made made you like so ridiculously dope. And it was like when you played, like a go, even going back to that night, when you played the African stuff, it was like it was African. Like, oh, of course, yes, it has to be. It has to be. If you're, if you're, if you're playing like... My thing is, if I'm playing hip hop, I'm gonna play you hip hop. Yeah, if I'm yeah, playing yeah. R and B, I'm gonna play you R and B. I'm not gonna play yeah. the regular format for you here on radio. Or mm-hmm. I'm gonna play those kind of B side that you like. That I know there's always tracks that people like on the album. They're like, how come I never hear this song in the club? Right. And then if I play Afro beats, I'm playing you Afro beats. Yeah. yeah. As true to how you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm African. I love drums. Oh, bro. As soon yes. as I hear anything with a drum, <laughs> some instrumentation, yeah, that's it. That's for me. It's gone. That's Africa, cause it's it's mm-hmm. instrumentation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? With Africans, they work with everything that they have, from drums, instrumentation, right, to xylophones. Yeah, 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 all, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that stuff, bro. I love it, man. But but be real with me, man, cause like this, when I saw this post, yeah, it hurt my feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Right. <laughs> like there was go. something inside of me that just crushed. Like, it was like a hole opened beneath me. Bro, you said you were retiring. Yeah. Why? It's just one of those things. You know what it is, right? Mm. I've enjoyed a very good career. But I feel like, in all honesty, like, obviously, where now I'm doing my music, I'm recording my music and stuff like that, Mm. I feel like with the DJ side of things, a lot of things have changed in in DJ in terms of music and things like that. Like, a lot of the music that maybe people listen to now I don't really enjoy some of the music, like playing some of the music. So I'm just like, oh, right, okay, is, yeah, like some of the parties. I'm like, why am I playing this when I know my skill set? I know my skill set. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's so limited. And then there's just so much going on with like everyone's like a DJ now. Yeah, true. And then I just watch. I'm like, what are you lot doing? And then it's like, yeah, the people that book them, they mess up so many events. Like the party scene in London now is so rubbish because right, a lot right, of promoters right. they just book anyone. Right, okay. You know what I mean? They don't want to go out to fuck out for real DJs. Mm. Like, fuck out some money and get a real DJ to, to really give people a good time. Yeah. Rather than having 20 whatever DJs just because mm. you want to promote a party and get people there. But yeah. then all of them are not even that good because mm. they're cheap, they're, yeah. they haven't really studied music. And that's something I wanted to talk to you about because, mm. like, for me, there's... There's like I've noticed that as well, mm. right? There's I mean you could there's DJ apps now. Do you know oh what yeah, mean? like see, see what I mean? People, I, I, I walked in the other day, mm. someone DJ on an iPad. That broke me because I oh. just remembered from where I started. But I started from a rack. There used to be this ugly <laughs> rack, yeah. Every right. every old school DJ will tell you yeah, there used yeah. to be this ugly rack with buttons on it and a dial. Right. And you had to play buttons <laughs> on it and a dial. So I moved from that right. to vinyl to the CDJs to yeah to cdj still now yeah and now it's like controllers and stuff like yeah. that yeah yeah so yeah. that bro the thing is i don't even want it to retire but it's just one of those things i'm just like you know what? i'm tired like i just mm. can't be bothered man mm. this yeah, is how i'm to dj every day wow every day i had a, had a residency every day from only the other days i used to refuse to work was sundays 
Mm, okay. And even then I ended up getting a residency on Sundays. So would the Sunday thing be for rest? Just for yourself? Yeah, I used to just... take um, one day for me to just be at home and just yeah. not talk to no one. Right. Bro, I, I call that Andre day. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like... I to oh, I can imagine. That was my day hiding. Mm. But now I'm hiding a lot. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. So, I hear that. so uh, it's just, I don't know. You know what it is? Everyone is, is after me right now. They're like, why are you retired? So it's like the mm. moment I announce that, bro, it's like... I've been non-stop out. Everyone's just like, oh, hey, come, do, come do this. Come do this. I need you here. I need you. I'm like, what? The time I wasn't even retiring. Yeah. You know when I'm calling me out? Yeah. No. It was like, come here, come here, come here. But It happens, man. The scarcity. So now they know they, they might lose that opportunity, bro. Yeah. So I don't know. We see what the year says. But for mm. me right now, I just feel like, yeah, they're like, farewell party for the yeah. year. Yeah. Okay. So, well, let me know when that is. I'll put that on the... Knock um... out. Knock out for the year. Oh, trust me. It'll go out with a shabang, bro. Of course. 100%. With a shabang. 100%. Um, but it's like, for me, it's like, I, I, I get it. I get it. Like, mm. And I think especially when you enjoy something and yeah. you kind of see things changing and what you enjoyed about it isn't necessarily as much of a central element anymore. Yeah, Because yeah. for me, I kind of feel the same way with dance. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't physically dance as much as I used to because mm-hmm. I just don't enjoy it as much as I used to. There you go. Do you know what I mean? Like, because for me, it's always been the DJs, Yeah. right? Which yeah. is one of the reasons why I wanted to get you on here. But I know you, we'll get into the other stuff you do in That's a minute. But, <laughs> but, like, so for me, like, my the, the relationship that I as a dancer have with a DJ for me is all more important almost mm. than the relationship that I have in the space with the other dancers. Yeah. And you'll know because like yeah, uh, you yeah. just get that no, that eye contact. Of course. <laughs> like, Straight is like, 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 like <laughs> bro, like come on. Mm-hmm. You need and the thing is I live for those reactions. So oh. you see those reactions, mm. what you do what you don't know is the more you react like that, mm. the more I'm gonna fire up that that, that bro I do know there have been times when I've tried to put my coat on about six seven times yeah, and you've let be... me know and I, said, <laughs> yeah. and I said to you you're not going nowhere no, at all at all just with the eyes as well I've, as soon as one sleeve comes on you you do something and I'm like are you it's, it's, hey. it's an obsession bro like you know what it is I hate people sitting down you're right so right right, my, right my whole thing is with the <laughs> DJ when I as soon as I get on I scope the room and mm. I see where everyone is and I find common ground. So okay. my, my whole thing is I'm searching for a song. I'm searching for a song. I'm right. playing certain songs and I'm I'm just checking the room to see the temperature right. in the room. Once I find that one song that gets everyone up, mm-hmm. like, everyone up, you're staying up. Right, 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 right. You're staying up. And I've seen it every single time. <laughs> so I, can, I know for sure. For sure. But let's talk about your music as well. Because oh, yeah. like obviously you said that you started off with rap. Yeah, yeah. And now I feel like what you're doing right now in terms of producing your own mm-hmm. like sounds and everything is an opportunity for you to get back to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So what's what's that transition been like? I mean, it's what, like is it even a transition? I feel it's like, like it's circle. just been going. It's like a circle. Right. It's like yeah. Yeah. Started from making music to playing music. Right. And now going back to making music. Right. So right. like I used to rap and then I used to like sing a little bit as well. Mm. And then what happens is now I'm singing. I'm making like R and B. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Or, I'm mixing like old school kind of melodies, old school kind mm-hmm. of vibes and putting them on like new type of beats. Because I like some of right. the new beats because they're so bassy. Mm. So I like the bass, I like the feel of them. Yeah. So I've just been creating mm. nonstop. Every other day I'm recording. Yeah. I'm yeah. Home. I mean, you, you saw me when I first kind of started introducing that yeah. side to me because people didn't know that side to me existed. Right, right, right. But right. I kept it hidden for years. Okay. No one knew. I never spoke about it. I, I buried... I buried 
that side of me yeah for a while like to okay. a point where there was no mention for like for over 10 years there was no mention of it there was no nothing. yeah so what was what was the decision with that is that something you just wanted to keep for yourself or like no it was it was one of those things where i was like okay i'm djing i'm focusing on the dj oh, okay so i don't right. want no distractions so right just, because then the thing is my come up was a hard come up okay so i had a lot of people that would not let me um get on okay or, in terms of the music yeah in terms of like oh, djing so right in okay. terms of DJing, they wouldn't let me get on they just try to kind of block the bookings i don't know why no mm. it's, it's but until scared, to, to, to this day mm. i think so i think that's what it was it was fear so it's the same thing now even with the music now i feel mm. i'm having to start again and i'm enjoying it the, the grind yeah the the fighting to get on mm. so that's mm. what i'm enjoying right now so I started making music. I was like, no, I, there's no R&B music. There's no good film music anymore. Mm. It's like everyone's rushing to just did it, release music. Right, right, so right. So I was like, I need to make some good music. Yeah. So, so what's like, what's like your process when it comes to music making? Because obviously you've been doing it for, for yeah. like the duration, right? And like, so for example, is it is it different doing like the rap stuff to the R&B stuff, like, mm. or is it? Um, similar kind of process you go through. Do you yeah. get the inspirations, that kind of thing? Okay, with rap, I was a big Tupac fan. So okay. with rap coming then, it was more about the struggle of, um, of being a black man in England. So I was like, mm. then I was angry. I was like an angry rapper, man. I, just okay. rap. <laughs> right. I was angry. I was rapping about the struggle. I was rapping about ghetto stuff. I was rapping about just poverty stuff. Just the old stuff I was going through as a teen, you know, right, okay. coming up. But then now... With with R and B, I feel like with R and B, I can express myself much more with R and B. Okay. Because I yeah. feel when I'm singing, not not that you can't really express yourself as a rapper, but I feel like as a rapper, you're much more limited than you are as a like a singer. So okay. like when I sing, I'm much more expressive. I can add so many layers to right, to okay. it without kind of looking a certain way. Oh, okay. <laughs> without so, the rapper, it's kind of like you always kind of have to be hard all the time. Oh, right, I see. So you mean in terms of like content, for example, like yeah. what, what you're talking about? Exactly. Uh-huh, so okay. it's like, there's so, so much. So I was like, you know what, with, with singing, I can, I can do so much with it. Mm. I can talk about anything with singing and then right. people just look at it like, oh, okay, it's a cool, it's a song. Yeah. Whatever. But as a rapper, like, all right, where's, where's this guy going to mm. start going in the, in the motions and stuff like that? People don't want to hear that. They just want to hear a certain type of rapper. Mm. So is that is that like a, a a reflection of like the people listening to music or the people creating the music in terms of rap? Like, do you think? I don't know. Um, I think maybe the person creating it. I mean, it's just down to the angle, isn't it, that you're going mm. in. So I was like, I'm not in that place anymore right. to be able to to rap and do all those things. I just feel like I'm just like in a happy place where. Mm. You know, before I was making sad music, I don't, I don't really focus on a lot on like sad, sad music. I tell stories, yeah. mm. but it's, it's more about the love, more about the, the emotion, more yeah. about the feeling. That's what I'm focusing on now. Yeah. So it's just have, it's just, it's just good feel, just putting good feels on a, on a song. So it's just like literally hearing a beat, and I just hear the beat, and I just feel like the beat just talks to me. It's the same yeah. way I used to do with DJ. So okay. Feel, that's the thing. That's like I, I always say to people, like I hear music differently. That's why you hear yeah. when I DJ, you're hearing my personality. Right. Okay. So what yeah. you're hearing is me, 
my obsession with sound. Mm. So that's when you hear the transitions. I hear every instrument, so it's like, I have a very bad memory. But, okay. But, but when it comes to music, my memory is very good. So right. not to names, but just to sound. So if you play me something, I'll recognize it straight uh-huh, away. Ah, okay. And then I'll know what to match it with. Aha, uh-huh, okay. Yeah, so that's, that's most that's times, cool. if you hear for I'm mixing, everything is kind of like in key. Everything is kind of like in a certain way where it's not clanging. Right. It's not, there's a there's a flow to it mm. like you pay if you, if you like pay attention there's a flow to it because I, it's 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 an obsession like yeah. I, I obsessed over mixing right 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 there's right a mad obsession <laughs> and I think I think for me that again that's a powerful thing for a DJ because I think it's the more I went to parties the more mm. I kind of understood that from mm. being someone who's in the environment yeah. but I think people like me and you pay attention to that detail it's important so like. For me as well, like for me, the word I would say is like journey. Yeah. So, like you said, key BPMs, all that kind of stuff. Like, um, having it so that it can flow. It has to flow. Do you know what I mean? And that is something that you're a master of. You have to, bro. Life flows. It does flow, bro. You have to. It it, it (laughs) has to flow. Mm -hmm. It has to make sense. Mm. So it's like I think the the problem that you have now with some of the DJs now is like. They, f- they take one song and one song and they just because the BPM is matching, they'll try and mix it. Right, okay. They don't realize that mm. this song and this song, they might be the same, mm. but musically they don't mix. Right, right, they right, do right. Not, just do not try to mix them. But then you hear them mixing, you're like, what is going on? Mm. Sounds like pots and pans in there. Right, I see what you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, they're clanging. <laughs> so I'm, I'm obsessed like with, mu- with musical sounds and stuff like that. I'm just, it's just the thing. As soon as I hear it, I'm just like, mm. already just like, oh. That's nice. I know exactly yeah. what that needs. What I need to say to this. That's mad. <laughs> so what? What are your other obsessions though? Because like we've even we've covered hat, rap, R and B, DJing, yeah. We and and all this started from from kind of taking on a gig, yeah, <laughs> in yeah. a in a in a bar, mm-hmm. right, to make ends meet so you could do rap thing. Yeah. But then you also have this complete other side of you. Oh yeah. <laughs> Like, cause, cause, like for me, I find that so interesting when I have, <laughs> when I have that, like, cause you know, some people say, most people are kind of like one thing. They're yeah, like, you know, yeah, yeah. I've met so many people who defy that logic completely, and you're one of them. Cause yeah. like, so talk to me about that side of things. So I work with mental health. So uh-huh. that's another thing is, um, I love helping people. So mm-hmm. I love um, just life in general. So where I've been through a lot in my life. Hmm. I ended up um, another another well, accident that happened. Basically. Right. So okay. I'll tell you the short the, the story of what, <laughs> how how it happened. Right. The, how I got into that. So basically, I used to go back and forth with my mum all the time, and then she used to say like she used to say basically, oh you're a DJ, you know there's no retirement in that. If you get sick, there's no pay in that. All of that stuff. Yeah. You need to get a real job. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you know I mean? I, I'm is, familiar with this. Yeah, yeah, and she knows. I was able to pay my rent. I was not missing my rent or anything. Mm-hmm. Everything was fine. My money was coming in, everything. Everything yeah. was fine. But her worry was the long-term plan. Right, right. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm doing good. She's like, no, no, no. I understand you're doing your music. She, mm-hmm. That was her only worry. Every time, I know you're doing your music. I'm like, mom, I'm a grown man, you know. Like, yeah. Oh, I understand. But <laughs> I think, you know, the long-term of when you're not DJing. Yeah. So I was like, ah, of course. I had a cousin that um, worked in a hospital. Okay. Um, 
and then he he said to me, I'm gonna set up, I'm gonna set you up an interview, but you're doing everything yourself. I was like, okay. Okay. He's like, so it's like, I'm gonna set you up an interview, go to this interview to this hospital, it's like a mental health place, and try for the interview and try to get the job. So I'm gonna try your different lane. I was like, what is this? You know okay. what I mean? I was like, Bear what cryptic. is this? Yeah, I was like, what is this? Because I think he knew something that I didn't know, like, even oh, okay. like, they knew something about me. You know, when people yes. can see something in you that you don't see. And so I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. So, I went there with no intention of getting the job. Like, I was not right. dressed for the job. Mm-hmm. I did it on purpose. I was like, I'm going there <laughs> just to make them happy to say I went. Right. Went, dressed up, walked into the interview. It's just me, one guy, all females in the in the, in the, in the, in the whole place. And I'm oh, just, okay. I'm just sitting on the side. I'm just anti. I'm just looking at everyone. I'm just like, wow, I'm even here. Right. <laughs> and then, obviously, everyone had to introduce themselves. I introduced myself. And they asked me what I do. I said, yeah, I do music, blah, blah, blah. Mm. You know, like the stuff just to throw off. Like, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to make people think. <laughs> and little did I know that with everything that I said and I presented myself, the manager then loved me. Right, okay. Got the Amazing. job straight away. <laughs> straight. <laughs> got the job. And then I was like, wait, wait a second. It's like, what? It's like, you got the... I was like, what? I was like, I was not expected to get the job. I was like, oh, man, now, now I have to do this job. Yeah. And then I started the job. It was uh, working for the Priory. Started mm. the job. And then this job was like starting seven in the morning. I've never done that before. Hey. So bear in mind, I'm DJing. Finishing DJing about three in the morning. Right. Going to sleep about two, three hours. Getting up about six to get to work for seven. And then Mad. walking on the ward. And then um, I've never seen like, this is, the, this is the part that showed me. I was like, you know what? I want to be here. Mm. And I'd never seen another a world like that before. So I walked okay. in. I see so many like young people that have problems. Mm. You know what I mean? Like so many things from self-harm, suicide stuff. And yeah. then... I knew I was in the right place where I needed to be. Right, so okay. from then on, that's when that other side of me kicked in where that, it was always there. But yeah. it was just, it never had time to really come out. I could say the real me. Right, you okay. You know what I mean? So that came out and then I started working in mental health, man, and just mm. when I just ran with it. Okay. And I've been doing it for about six years, six, seven years now. So what what kind of things do you actually do in in your in your role? Therapy, so okay. therapy based um, treatment where I spend time like I were having conversation like this. Mm. So I sit with young people, um, even some adults, and we have conversation and I just see like where they're at, um, things that they've been through and stuff mm. like that. And we just have conversation and we discuss like care plans and stuff like that and right okay just just basically getting them back in the right place so for example if you got someone that um that's like suicidal mm. so it's like my job to rewire them Jeez. and really talk to them yeah. out of it and really make them see the right side of life right see why they have to live so my job is to convince you to tell you why you have to live how does that feel to have that role it's hard but it's it's also great because when you have something to say is it's, it's easier it's good right yeah, so yeah, yeah it's just about knowing what to say mm, you okay. know what i mean it's knowing what to say and being um completely honest because a lot of a lot of people respect honesty and you know when someone's being honest you know what i'm saying so right right i just use my experiences to all the stuff that I've been through, all the depression I've dealt with, and then I just transfer that to them. 
and then right. we just genuinely have a conversation with them, and, I, and then they relate to that because they'll see me, and with me, I don't look like everyone else in the world. Right, I can, I can imagine, see, yeah. yeah. They see, <laughs> see my colored dreads, they see my my piercings, they yeah. see my tattoos. They're like, bloody hell, this guy, you yeah. know. <laughs> and I'll say, so it's so it's when even the way I talk to like my patients, to the kids, and all of that stuff. Mm. I'm talking like buddy, buddy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's always boundaries, but then we have. Mm conversations and I talk to them and I and I mentor them and I help them mm. and then a lot of them like now some of them I see them like on their socials they're doing like really well amazing they've got lives some of them are modeling some of them are doing that stuff so mm. it's just it's just showing them the bright side of life yeah basically <laughs> that's mad that's, that's a big responsibility but I, like I, f- I find that like anyone who has the like capacity to do that is blessed from mm. like because especially because we, I feel like, because mental health is a big issue right now. Big issue. Like just in general, mm. and I think it's something in various communities where I don't think is given as much, um, like attention almost. Mm-hmm. Like maybe if it's like you know culturally speaking, it might be in in a situation where they don't recognize it. Yeah. In certain ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but what would you what would you say in terms of um. Because I'm picturing in my head, like back home, Sierra Leone, right? Mm. We've had a lot of history. The stuff people have gone through is crazy, right? Yeah. As with as with a lot of communities. But we don't necessarily recognize the mental health side of things. No. So what would, what would you say to people who like maybe living with someone who's, who's like going through stuff and they don't necessarily know um, what to say? I mean, you said stuff like honesty, right? Yeah, yeah. So what kind of things would you say to, to them, to the ones who... Well, the the thing is, I find with a lot of places like we go, we say with like Africa, for example, they're, mm. they're kind of ignorant to mental health because mm. they attack it with um, the God side of things, which is good. Is mm. that side is good, but then you have to understand with that side as well, um, nothing comes from nothing. It's like mm. how can I how can I put it? Um, you can't get results from just saying to someone, uh, you know. Oh, just pray or something like that mm. was because with prayer um, there's to be action afterwards as well so mm. you have to be walking towards trying to to change mm. at the same time so you can't just sit around and hope mm. you know what I'm saying mm. so even any scripture you read that you tell you you can't just sit around and say yeah. I'm just going to pray and things are going to be fine basically like you it works to, yeah you yeah. have to actively do something mm-hmm. so I think in places where people are ignorant is you have to learn what you're dealing with. So if you see yeah. someone presenting a certain way or whatever, it's about learning, trying to understand why they're that way before you think, oh, oh yeah, you know, it's this. Da, 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 da. Mm. You need to learn and understand. You know, life is hard. You know. Yeah. And a lot of people don't believe in anything, so it's like True. they find themselves filling those spaces with things that they shouldn't fill the space in. It's like just right. go through a little bit of struggle and then it's like, oh, there's a dip. Mm. And then mm. in those dip is where you need to be lifting each other. So you need to yeah. lift someone, but then lifting them up, it means understanding what it is they're going through. So this is why the conversation is important to mm. sit down, have the conversation. So I think when you have a conversation with someone that's dealing with someone, they'll tell you what yeah. they're feeling, what they're going through. Or if they don't know how they're feeling or how uh, they don't know how to describe it, you find mm. ways to help them describe it. So it's about okay. identifying 
what that feeling is. Right, that's the big that's, part. That's problem. A lot of people that don't know how to say what it is that's bothering them. So it's about finding them that language for them to be able to to say, look, I feel sad or I feel mm. like something's bringing me down or whatever. Yeah. And it's like once you know what that is, and then you find how to take it. Because what it is, is is the way I put it is, if I take away something like your sadness or something, mm. I have to replace it with something. Hmm. That's, that's how things work. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's the same as with addiction. You take something, you have right. to replace it with something. Okay. So you can't just leave a hole. No, you can't <laughs> yeah. leave a hole because right. something else will fill it. Right. So I'll yeah, take away your sense. cigarette addiction. I have to put something there for for to cover that space to yeah. keep you busy so you don't go back to smoking cigarettes. So what kind of things? If we were to use that as an example, what kind mm. of things would you replace that addiction with? Uh, I say one of my favorite sayings now is I fill that space with I say for all the bad habits that you do mm. to get rid of a bad habit is to do a lot of good deeds okay so you multiply your good deeds so the more you do good deeds the more you do things as for those that believe things like prayer the more, mm. the more you do charity the more you do just giving the more you do just a, whole, a, a lot of good deeds you don't yeah. have time to entertain bad things Right. So the more right. you multiply, multiply. What you mm. do is, you find yourself oh, you're about to do something, you replace and you do something else. Right. So right. So it's, right. it's it's having the same way you have bad habits. It's creating good habits. Right. Right. So you create good habits and then you make more of those good habits and then you mm. realize that it's actually a good benefit of doing good habits than yeah. bad habits because everyone entertains a lot of bad habits but they don't realize that you can actually create good habits as well. as well yeah exactly and then just multiplying them mm. to the point where you don't have time to to do anything but mm. that's actually a good shot yeah it seems so simple <laughs> like i'll be i'll be honest with you it's really that simple right the thing is we we make our lives difficult life life, life is difficult right. in, in, in itself like yeah. it's, it's self you know being here is difficult mm-hmm. but then you don't understand like being here it's not just everything like the way this life is designed it's designed to test you hey 100 percent. it's designed 100%. to test you it's designed to put you through everything there's nowhere um on a scripture or a book or whatever that says life is going to be easy there's not no way so yeah. it's about being in that storm and surviving in that storm mm. and getting up every time you get knocked getting up and say you know what nah, i ain't having it getting yeah. up Every time getting up, getting up, and then it's about finding meaning. Once you find meaning, <clears throat> then you know what it is you're supposed to be doing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So life will life will show you. Every single time, sure. every, everything that you go through is is life revealing itself to you. So mm. it's like it's important for everyone to to know that you know like good and bad travel together. They're like brother and sister. Yeah, they're brother and sister. So. For the time that you're having, if you have something good, what I would say to like my friends is if, if something good is happening to you and you're celebrating it, mm. don't over-celebrate it. Because okay. at any given time you over-celebrate it and you forget, something bad happens. I'm sure you've noticed that. Mm. So you're celebrating something so good, you're like, da 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 next day you go bad news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's always about knowing that those two are always together. Good right. and bad, they're always together. Like They're like... It's, it's, it's actually very weird because I studied, I paid attention to it. I was like, you know yeah. what, whenever I'm in my highest, 
And something always comes around the corner. Right, right. And it happens with everyone. Yeah. And then when you in a bad situation, you get so stuck into it and not realizing that it's it's only temporary. Mm. It's not that long. Yeah, yeah. Life never gives you more than you can handle. Mm. It's just about what you do when you're in that situation. Yeah, for sure. How you choose to navigate, how you choose to get up, the actions you choose to take. So everything is a matter of it's all down to you. That's it, bro. But what what about okay, cool. Because I mean that I feel like that that in alone is 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 a lot to process. <laughs> it, it is. It is. Yeah, I mean, it, it takes learning, man. Yeah. It takes. It takes, sure. it takes great steps. It's it's not something that you can just do. It's simple, but mm. it takes rewiring because everyone learns a lot of things from like their parents and stuff like that. And yeah. Learn. But then what your parents don't realize is, fair enough. They can raise you and teach you certain things, but as far as guiding you, they're not really going to be able to really guide you as much because life is going to do its own thing to you. 100%. They're going to only show you certain things, but I'll be honest with you, you're not so much in control of your kids as much as you think you are. Mm, so many other sources. Yeah. Life is going to do its own thing to your kid. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it, just do as much as you can, but I'm telling yeah. you, it will show you. You'll see different things like, God, now I have to deal with this, now I have yeah. to deal with that. And then it's just how you navigate. Those curveballs, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> so um, you mentioned earlier, because obviously, because in my head, I'm starting to connect the dots, right? So yeah. you're you're in a role where you're dealing with uh, people who are going through it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I find that in, in those cases, one of the things you said as well is like, you're just honest and relatable. Mm. So, because you said you've, you've experienced... Mm some of that that area as well so what was what was that process like for you it was, was that it was hard because um i didn't mm. understand it right i went for depression like most people don't know mm. that i kept that quiet because you see me happy like even when mm. i was depressed i was happy i'm always happy i'm always posting right. my happy stuff like especially on my facebook i like comedy and humor that's one of the things that saved me yeah so in through going through my like depression and stuff like that I always tried to stay on a high I kept mm. like a lot of good people around me okay. so every chance I had a dip I'd try to get out and mm. all of those things but I'll be honest with you it, was, it wasn't easy man it took me a long time man. Mm. it took me a long time but then because I had I had two two instances I mean the, the beginning of my DJ career mm. big dip okay you know what I mean I had a big dip because I was trying to get on and it was hard for me to get on Right, okay. So, until I understood that I have to work for it. Mm. So, I just thought, oh, yeah, I'm good. Then I have to get on. No. Right, right, That's right. just part of it. I have to work for it. So, I had to work for it. Mm-hmm. And then I had another dip while I was in the job. So, okay. I had taken on so much where I was helping. I'll be on a ward with like 12 patients. So, wow. one after the other, after the other, after the other. So, I'm giving my energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I don't have a source of... of, of um, rejuvenating my own energy that was what i was gonna ask you like that's what i was leading to because like for me my mom has this this phrase i know everyone uses it but who's there to comfort the comforter or care yeah. for the carer and all that kind of stuff so mm. you said you kept good people around you is that mm. still the case even when you're going through the second dip yeah 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 it's still the same case and like now like i'm a person i'm a man of faith you know what i mean so mm. i pray like a lot yeah. Like, I pray a lot. So, that's another thing that most people don't know. Mm. Like, I'm, I'm a heavy believing person. So, Come it's on. like, 
I'm a person that even my own energy and everything, I always try, you know yourself the kind of energy I'm bringing out. So yeah. you know, I, 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 I put that out there. So when I went that through that dip, the second dip, mm. is when I fully found it. Okay. And for me, I found it. I was like, you know what? There's a creator. You know what I mean? Like, wow. Because another thing that you didn't know, I do art. I used to draw. Rob, you see, this is what I'm talking about, <laughs> Rob. I feel like in the last, what, how many minutes? I just feel yeah, like... Yeah, <laughs> no, there's, there's so many... The thing is, there's so many layers to me, bro. Like, right, I, right, right. Okay, I'll, I'll put it simple. My life revolves around art. So anything to do okay. with art. So I used to draw a lot. And I knew through drawing, every artist has got a signature. Mm. So I started life. I started looking at animals. I started looking at people. I started looking at plants and started looking at how just the overall design of life mm. and I was like there's an artist yeah so that's yeah. how I put it together I was like there's an artist mm. and mm. this artist lets you know in certain ways by living little clues that there's an artist mm. so I was like there's a design to all this and then one of the questions I had was what happens after you die because I felt like your soul is eternal but mm. your body is you'll die Right. So I was thinking, you can't be in this life. Just imagine this. This mm. is what I say to people, like especially like people that are like atheists and stuff. I was like, listen, let me let me just put it, break it down to you. Right? Okay. You spend <laughs> you spend your life here. Mm. You're telling me you're here going through all these things you're going through just mm. to die. That's it. It don't make no sense. Mm. For for a person that really thinks it doesn't make sense. So that didn't make sense to me. I was like, mm. there's something after this. There's something because. When you're in your mom's womb before you're born, yeah, in your head, that's that's life. Yo, <laughs> that's life. Yeah. You don't know nothing else. That's true. You that's don't know true. in in when you're in your womb, in mom's womb for nine months because people think babies are dumb. Babies are not dumb. They hear everything. Yeah, so when you're in that womb, that's the only word that you know. So I I say I say there's three levels. There's okay. that part when you're in the womb, you're thinking that's everything that you know, and right. then you come out, you're like, whoa, what the hell is this? Something yeah. that you've never seen before, and then you live on this earth. After this, you're gonna see something else that you've never seen before. Right, which right, is right, be right. When you're right. out of this body, because as the great um, I forgot what his name says, energy doesn't die; it, it just yeah. transfers into one thing to another. Okay. So, and, and as you know, we're beings of energy, mm-hmm. and you know this from exchanges with people. Oh yeah. You could be around someone, you feel good. You could be another around person, and you don't feel good, and you don't know why. Yeah, that's true. That's we're, very true. We're beings of energy, so. I worked it out and I was thinking, I was like, nah, there's more to this. So mm. I started doing more research, started looking at people of the past, started reading. I read the Bible, I read the Quran, mm. and I started just piece things together. I said, mm. there's a designer. Right. There's a designer. And all of this is just a test. Mm. And then I figured, I was like, you know what, life is a test. So I, I transferred that. So I don't use the religion thing on... on um, on like my patients, I mm. I do it in a way that they don't know I'm doing it. Okay. So I talk to them. I just talk to them about life, and I, yeah. and I really piece it together so it makes sense. Mm. And then they'll figure it out later, and they be like, okay. And then when they ask me later, what do you believe in? And I tell them, mm. like, oh really? I'm like, you can see it from my embodiment, yeah. how I move, how I talk, how I am. Mm-hmm. That's where it comes from. Yeah. So it's just that. <laughs> 
Tune. <laughs> See, this is why I enjoy this podcast, you know. <laughs> Getting all these levels out here, bro. Yeah, bro. That's like, mad. Okay. That's what it is, man. That's what it is. I did not know any of this, like, aspect of it. This is dope, man. Like, I, I find that... Because for me, like, one thing as well, because you, you're saying art, for me, it mm. just sounds, like, creative yeah. in general as well. Mm. And... Um, and even in the way you're you're doing both the artistic side and the mental health side, yeah. For me, it sounds very creative in the sense that you're you're dealing with issues in a lateral sense. Yeah. Like yeah. you're finding solutions to problems in terms of communicating with people, um, and using your yourself as a yeah. tool, like your expressions, to connect. Um, mm-hmm. And for me, that's like just like that highest level man so it's 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 dope to see you applying it in so many different areas you have to because um mm. the mistake a lot of um religious people make is they just call people to religion or call people to god without mm. really proving how themselves they apply it right so my thing is now like what i do now is i don't tell people what religion am i am i don't mm. do nothing i just help them okay and then later on when they find out what I am, mm. I'm the example when they go out to everyone else and say, yeah. this type of person helped me. And mm. at first, they didn't have a clue. Okay. So I've done my job, I've done everything. Mm. And then I've got so many friends I don't even know, like, what reason I, but I just do right. what I do. And then later on, when they ask me, when they see me do an act or do something, mm. or when they see me, like, fast, for example, they're like, mm. what? Really? I'm like, mm. yeah. And I said, now you know what a real... This yes, is supposed yes, to be yes, like, yes, yes, yes. You can go and tell mean. everyone else an actual. So a yeah. lot of people in that religion, they don't have, they don't do those examples. They just mm. call people. Like, look, life is a journey. Just because you're in a place where you found God or whatever, mm. and another person, like for example yourself, is not so much in that place. Mm. You have to get to that place. So mm. I may get, it, I may have got there in ten seconds or whatever, mm. but it might take you. A, a week or whatever yeah. to get there which is perfectly fine mm. you know what i'm saying so you have to show just people yeah you made it there but then how you lead them to get there yeah has to be com- maybe completely different to how you got there so right. that's why i use so many things from humor to you mm. name it i've got so many angles of so many things that i do to keep people upbeat that yeah. you never imagine like you wow. know when i'm on facebook i make people laugh i'm doing all these things you don't even know that I'm working on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah, even okay. know. I'm working. I'm doing all these things, and I know, mm. you know, certain things. That's that's a that's a that's a that's um laugh, laughter is charity. Oh, I like that. Yeah, most people don't right. know laughter is charity. So you making people some someone laugh is part of charity. Mm. Um, smiling at someone is charity. Like they if could you just in a crowd. Yeah, yeah. A smile changes everything. Like you, mm. you could be whatever. And just smile at someone and see how happy they get. Oh, wow. mm. someone just smiled at me. It's like <laughs> just something simple like that. Yeah, hundred you know? percent. There it goes. Things like that. So you just increase, like I was saying earlier about the good deeds thing. You just yeah. Increase in those little acts, little things here and there. Just place these little things so people understand what um, good character is, and mm. you work with that. Be the example. Mm. And then. And if anyone wants to follow through, they'll follow through, or they learn from it. Mm. So it's, it's about teaching. There's so many angles to it. So did you find other people as you grew up? 
no. were doing similar things mm. or is this just like a way you chose yourself to be um it's a way i chose myself to be because i always okay. knew i always knew deep down i was like i'm not a bad person i'm mm. just a, a person that was felt like i was in a bad place okay. it was just a thing where i had to make a choice of like do i want to be a bad person mm. do i want to be a good person right and i was like i've got a way to do it like my my image doesn't really correlate with kind of the person that i am you know so when you, someone okay. sees me they'll have a different idea but then when they speak to me they're like what the fuck mm. sorry yeah. excuse my language <laughs> they'll be like what the hell like is this how you are like really mm. like, yeah so it's just one of the things i made a decision i started studying um a lot of people so like i said from tupac that yeah. kind of layers that he had from like muhammad ali mm. to some of the people that i look up to they had those sides to them so i learned yeah because i grew up that far my, my dad died when i was younger right so right, okay. a lot of my father figures were people that were in entertainment mm. people that were boxing okay so it was just yeah. like growing up i was picking up things from learning from certain men so mm. people that were men that had life experiences and stuff like that. i was watching yeah so seeing all these things like too like i said too but i played a major role like in my mm. life so understanding you know the same things that he went through the same stuff i was going through when i was younger yeah so i spent a lot of time on youtube watching lectures mm. so even up until now i learn a lot of lectures okay I watch, a, I watch a lot of great like people speaking just yeah. in life in general and things like that and i take those things on and then i apply them to my life and then i apply that to other people's lives yeah so yeah. through my conversations like i said to you it's about <clears throat> a lot of people don't know what to say and the reason they yeah. don't know what to say when it comes to like mental health is because they don't learn what to say and how okay. and, and all of that stuff but when you read you're a person that reads a lot so, I love, so yeah. when you read and you study certain things you are able to have conversation so right. for, for example if i talk about with you a book that you've read mm. you have a conversation with me yeah through about that book you know exactly what to say right. all of that stuff so it's, it's so it's like that yeah, it's yeah, about yeah. knowing what to say, how to deal with it, and all mm. that stuff. But most people, they don't, they don't really teach themselves of how to just be, you know, kind, how to be whatever, what right. to to someone. That's a big problem, though, man. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking about it recently. Because obviously, statistically, it seems that men are there's like a epidemic going on. Yeah. And um, and I couldn't, I can't help but put the correlation between our almost it's going to sound like a generalization but i feel mm. like we have a problem with communicating yeah. expression yeah, we do. as in like how we're feeling mm-hmm. um even even if we were to take your your example of vocabulary yeah um i feel like and this is this is from my own experience because like there will be times when like you said it is mad hearing you say that there'll be times where i went through this one period of time when I really had to stop and try and understand myself emotionally. Yeah. So I had to be like, okay, cool. What is this I'm feeling in this moment? It could be good. It could be bad, but yeah. what word accurately describes this emotion mm. and then try and trace it back to when it started to figure out what the triggers were. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then trying to f- like almost like a research study, yeah, like yeah, trying yeah. to be like, okay, what are the consistent things that are threading these things together? But 
I started doing that after I turned 30. Like, yeah, <laughs> do you know yeah. So It happens. It happens to a lot of guys. Yeah. After you reach 30 is when, for most guys, you start to, to, to figure out those emotions because you can't, you can't mm. hold them in anymore. Mm. You know, when you're younger, in your prime, you're able to hide them and conceal them. Right. But then when you grow, you realize, you know what, it's actually all right to have these emotions. True. True. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's because it's, it stems from when you're younger, if you look at how a man, uh, a boy is raised and how a female is raised. Mm. You know, when you're a boy, kind of sometimes mothers or parents or whatever, they'll just leave a, a, a guy to just kind of do whatever he does, navigate whatever, right. without really teaching that um, it's okay to have emotion. It's mm. okay to feel things. You know, a lot of guys run away from feeling because they feel it makes you less of a man to feel. And they isn't that crazy? Yeah, and they don't understand that it's important to feel because mm. later on, when, you know, if you're not taught from early that it's okay to feel, it's okay to cry, it's okay to to express yourself in certain ways, when it hits you later on mm. is when you get the suicide cases, you yeah. get the depression, you get all of these things. It's right. because these are things that have not been dealt with early on right so if 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 parents deal with it from early and say you know what cry it's okay Mm. to cry you know crying is one of the best things that most people don't realize that Mm. it's actually fine to cry because you know the 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 word what what people don't i'm gonna break down the word depression right okay depression is deep pressed emotion right as in what happens is it's like Mm. it's like a pot it's like a pot right you keep throwing things in there, keep throwing things in there. It's going to get to a point where it's going to overload. Right. So when you're depressing, 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 it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get to a point where it's going to get too much. The pressure, And yeah. then it, it's, it's going to come out. So mm. you keep depressing those emotions, they will come out. Everything that you hide and you depress and you try not to deal with it, mm. it will come out. And it's only going to take a trigger. Right, so right, in, right. in mental health, we deal with triggers. So okay. a lot of things have triggers. So mm. some people, they say, oh, someone went crazy, went mad, whatever. Something mm. triggered them. Yeah. So it could be trauma. It could be fear. Mm. It, could be, it, could take, it could take anything just to trigger something. Some people smoke weed, for example, and then mm. it triggers, brings you back to all the things that you hid from your childhood, all of that stuff, and then it right. becomes something else. So now you've, you've hidden all those things. You've, re- you've let them build up, build up, build up, and you're creating a beast. You don't even know mm. you're creating a dangerous beast mm. that when it does come out, it could be violent, it could be anything, it could be suicidal. You don't even know how to deal with it. Yeah. So a lot of guys need to stop running away from their emotions and understand that you know it is perfectly fine to have emotions mm. and still be a man. A real man is a man that's, that's aware of his emotions and still lead not from an emotional side of you, but understanding that, you know, mm. these emotions are there. I can feel that, but it's okay. Yeah. It doesn't yeah, make yeah, me yeah. less. It doesn't make me whatever. Mm. You're still a man. It doesn't take it doesn't take anything away from you. Yeah. But it's just about getting it out. Because if you notice, with women, women live longer than men. Because women, women have outlets. Right, right, women, right. Women are always talking about how they feel. Yeah. Women always talk. They'll let you know how they feel. Yeah. Yeah, true. Every time a woman's they've yeah. got talk shows, they've got newspapers, yeah. they've got all these things, blogs talking about how they feel mm. constantly. Mm. But then men, nah, bro, you be with the guys, yeah. So guys, guys, a guy who will not even tell his guy is his, his boy. Oh, I think I love this girl, you know. 
Yo, not say so it. True. You will not say it. You will not right. like that. Is like, oh, like, oh, what? Because since they say it, everyone's like, what? Listen to this guy, man. Yeah. Like, what, what is he talking about? You love it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know where yeah. we're from. They'll be like, what? Bro. You love it. What are you doing? What is yeah. this? This guy. You know what I mean? So, and they just end up not saying it. Mad. But, if, but the moment they're able to express that, like I've sat with some guys mm. and I've laid it bare and I've had a conversation with them and I was surprised you see grown man come out and start talking. Wow. I'm telling you. Lay bare. One day you just lay bare with someone and you see... How much yeah. they'll talk. They'll talk. They're, they're looking for that moment. A lot of mm. guys are looking for that moment to be able to talk. I definitely agree with that. And for me, I feel like it's a safe environment. Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know what it's like with you, but I think looking back, I'm actually quite lucky to have the people around me who I've yeah. had. Yeah. Um, and hearing you say all that, it makes sense now why a lot of the people I've spoken to, guys, have those conversations but with girls yeah yeah yeah. they wouldn't necessarily say that with their with their dudes but i feel like that's like part of the missing link Mm because um as a man it's obviously good to communicate anyway it's necessary Mm -hmm. but i feel like there's something different when you can sit with your boy yeah and be like bro i'm going through this or bro i'm just so happy (laughs) they they want they want you to be one thing all the time like a lot of yeah and that's when you have to identify and say, you know what, I don't need this kind of energy because mm. you can't, you're not one way all the time. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. You're not one way. So you should be able to tell your boy, yeah, I'm not feeling too good today, man. Mm. And he shouldn't say, what? What is wrong with you, man? Fix up, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, exactly. You don't need that. You need, yo, it's like, ah, oh, cool. Well, let's, let's do something. Yeah. Let's, let's lift you up. Let's sort it out. Let's see what the problem is. You know what I'm saying? 100%. And this is what's missing now is like that connection. There's mm. no, that connection. And a lot of men are dying. Literally dying. They're dying. Like the population of men, men are dying. Mm. I'll be honest with you. They're committing suicide. They're dying because of stress. They're aging quicker. And it's just mm. there's, there's so much stress on... Um, on a man that most people don't understand mm. it's the pressure to to provide the pressure to just be so-called just the man but they don't mm. understand that being the man doesn't necessarily mean you have to be so macho so whatever yeah. da, 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 da. no you don't because everything's you know being um what's the word that people use um what toxic masculinity you know nah um like they describe a man like they say this is the you know like in, in a wolf to say this is the alpha alpha oh the alpha yeah yes, people of course. people yeah, describe yeah, yeah. alpha and they think being alpha is macho being the muscular da, 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 they don't mm. understand that and alpha leads from the back you don't lead from the front, he leads from the back. Mm. And then when he, how he leads from the back is empowering everyone in the front and making them feel their leader. You know That's what I mean? A shout. Yeah. So he leads, Alpha leads from the from 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 like the back. No, not just he'll be he'll be he'll be in the front, but it's just he'll they'll give you power yeah. to make you feel you're bigger than what you are. Mm. And mm. that to be able to do that. It doesn't take the, oh, yeah, da, 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 da. No, no, no. It's just through conversation and through emotional, you know, that attachment and, uh, and say to someone, you know what, well, you're better than what you are, man. Like, yeah, through these conversations and empowering conversations, you have to empower. Mm. So mm. it's about empowering, empowering. So even when you have your friends, empower them. You have to equip every time because that's, that's the boost that is given in me. 
that mm. I have to give to you. So the yeah. power that I've, I'm given, when I, when I pray and I rejuvenate, I get my power, I have to mm. pass it on. Yeah. And then when I pass it on to the person I pass it on, they should pass it on as well. Yeah. And then keep the cycle going. That's how we're connected. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So keep you have to keep it going. Keep it going. Yeah. Keep it going. You feel good. You feel good. It's not just about you. Now it's about making someone else feel good. Mm. So mm. we all feel good. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's, it's funny because this is going to sound like a real a weird detour, right? Mm. But talking about the emotion thing, do you ever see the movie Inside Out? I haven't seen it. Inside Out? Uh, who's that? It was like a... Do you know what? It was, it was weird because it was a Disney animated movie. Oh, yeah? Right? Or maybe Pixar. I can't remember. Mm. But the whole idea was the whole movie was within the body of this man and a woman. Mm-hmm. And each character was an emotion. Okay. So there was a guy who was in a suit all the time who was anger. Yeah. And whenever he got angry, like his head blew up, all that kind of stuff. Like there <laughs> oh, was yeah. there was like um it started off with this girl called Joy, mm-hmm. who was like this kid and just like is mad, curious about everything and just everything and she's yellow. Yeah. You know, um and then there are all these other emotions and then one of them is called sadness, who's uh-huh. blue. Oh, okay. And the way they did it was dope because basically they you whenever anything happens one of the emotions has to take control yeah i guess of yeah. the body so they have to sit in a space and uh or whatever and and that is registering and they never let sadness take, take that space uh-huh. to the point where she left and then everything basically crumbled okay. and so the, the the main character couldn't express his sadness and uh-huh. they realized that that was the missing link so they had to go the rest of the emotions had to go and find her uh-huh. And then the, I think it came up to the end where they had they had a bit where basically when they go into that space they put their color marble down this drain uh-huh. and so when she came back they actually joined the marbles together uh-huh. and allowed her to be part of the whole thing as a collective uh-huh. and it was just such an interesting way to animate the importance of that emotion and not like discarded. I need to see this. Bruv, it was like, for me, it was genius as a tool to To how to show really people. help yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, some people, you have to teach them like that. Yeah. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah. Everyone learns differently. So, exactly. you just have to find how someone learns and then feed it to them like that. Mm, because mm. some of us on, on this earth have been gifted with the gift to be able to do that, to be the ones that have to carry that torch and mm-hmm. do that job that other people don't want to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So with that, I need to watch that film now. Trust me, trust (laughs) me. I love I love stuff. You know I love stuff. I'm trying to fill myself, my cup with as much as I can. Yeah. And then empty it somewhere else and then fill it again. Hundred percent somewhere else, fill it again. Mm Because I said to you, my memory is like so bad. So it's like certain things I remember. So even how I work at work, I already told Mm. him like I just recently got a new job as um I'm working as like a social worker now. So Okay. I told him, listen, I work differently. I don't do this desk stuff. I'm not a desk. I'm a soldier. I'm a trooper. Yeah. I'm the person that's in the front line. Yes. You put me on the front line, mm-hmm. let me work. Right. You just throw me in and let me do my job and do all the things I do. And I do it, you know, in, in a very way, weird way where I don't do it in the way that they used to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm the guy that does it, you know, like... um. What was that show? House. Have you seen that show? Oh, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. You see how a house works? Yeah. He's, he's not like the regular doctor. He at is, all. 
he has the ways of how it's <laughs> so that's how I work. Right. So I'm sitting in his meetings and I'm hearing all these people that have these degrees mm-hmm. in mental health and there's all these things. And I'm like, you know, I just learned everything from the book, but you haven't mm-hmm. actually had contact with people. That's mad. You know Especially in that field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it, that's, a, that's a lot. They can identify right. and say, oh, this, that, that, that. But then they haven't actually applied it with people. They mm-hmm. realize... You could write books, you could write all of these things, but what's written in the book is not so much going to go with what you're dealing with. Mm. So I could read a book on this, that, 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 and then when I come to address you and I see, oh, damn, what's in this book? Mm. It's not going to help you because it's probably written on someone else. Yeah. Because every single person's journey is different. Mm. That's why it's like, as much as I like certain books and stuff like that, I'll never use... I'll just use the book to be like, okay, this happened to someone. It may be similar, but I'm dealing with a different person. Mm. So a different person is not going to be the same as the person before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Our DNAs are different. Absolutely. But the artist, Mm -hmm. our DNAs are different. Our emotions are different. Our perspectives are different. Think Mm -hmm. about how many billions and billions of people there are in the world, chat, Mm -hmm. and then understand that every single person sees things differently. Mm-hmm. Every single person has a different emotion. Mm-hmm. Every single person just navigates so many different. It's a different journey. So yeah. for me to use something from someone else on another person doesn't make sense. Mm. So I always try to treat uh, every person as another person. Yeah. And then I just understand them and I'm like, okay, cool. So this is how we're gonna work. Right. Now I see how you are. So I get a new patient. It's mm. about a week, two weeks studying them. Right, for right, three right. weeks I just keep studying I'm just watching you I'm just having a conversation I'm chilling with you regular stuff watching TV all of that mm. stuff and I start to see because I start to see your 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 habits I start to see what you do I start yeah, to see when you're yeah. low when you're high what makes you low what makes you high right. all of those things and then I start to help you manage it so it's not about getting rid of it it's about manage it mm. so you can't, a lot of stuff you can't really get rid of yeah, it's yeah. about helping someone manage because a, a lot of the times what you get is with emotion when it comes out for a lot of people they don't know how to manage it that's why it's like mm. for example like little girls like girls have a lot of emotion when they're mm. growing up so what what you need to do is you need to help them figure out what like I said those emotions are and yeah. how to manage it so it doesn't explode because mm. yeah so I'm sure you've noticed that little girls yeah. how they'll explode Explode and you go master crying, mm. having tantrums like what they call tantrums with little right. kids and stuff like that. That's the emotion coming up. Yeah. So course. it's just about while they're going through that, it's about to kind of calm that storm and yeah. help them manage and then keep. It's, it's it takes time. Yeah, I mean, it takes time of yeah. going, really talking to the kid, really understanding what they're feeling and all that stuff. And a lot of parents. They don't do that. They just go, ah, they're just being naughty. Da, 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 da. Mm. No, it's their mm. emotion coming up. Yeah. And it's, it's about really tackling that emotion, yeah. knowing what it is. Everyone, kids feel. Of course. They're feeling those things. So it's about meeting those emotional needs before you have a grown person that hasn't had emotional needs met. And then now they're doing other things to yeah. meet those emotional needs. So now you have someone that's sleeping with a lot of like men because they never had they don't know it they've mm. never the reason why they're doing that is because they haven't had something met that they need 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? This is where the people get that father figure thing saying, oh, mm. you know, you've got daddy problems, daddy issues. And then right. it's like always trying to connect with different men or whatever, looking for something. Mm. It's because, you know, those emotional needs haven't been met. Mm. So it's important to meet them from early. This is why I, I like working with younger younger right, people so right. I want to meet you from early attack you from early yeah so it doesn't become a problem later on that's that's powerful man yeah, so get it from early I've got a question then so let's say so you know in a way you've you're equipped mm. from your years in this in this kind of like field in the sense that you you know the things that you've seen things that you've learned mm. um, the interactions you've had um, in the role but also in your other creative elements yeah. as well so it's given yeah. you a really like rounded kind of perspective that you can apply it sounds like basically with anyone you sit down with very much yeah right <laughs> so what would you say because if, if I was to link that back to your earlier years because yeah. you said like you know for example when you were doing the rap you you were more of an angry kind of mm. um, character and and it sounded like you went through a lot at that time so what kind of stuff were you going through then and what would you say to that person with what you know now then I'd move from a different country because I'm from Zimbabwe, so I'd right. move from a hot country mm. to a very cold country, and it made me sad, <laughs> very sad and angry. I was like, "Why am I here? And I hate this place." I can relate. Wait, how old were you at that time? Like 11, 10, 11. Okay, like, right, right. I hate it. I was like, "What am I doing here? Why mm. am I coming to this? It's cold. Everyone's miserable. People are not happy. <laughs> I'm coming from happiness, and I'm coming to see miserable people. Yeah, I'm seeing sad. I'm like." now no wonder you're miserable mm. and that caused a lot of anger in me i was a lot angry and then mm. i started to realize because i grew up with a lot of women around me okay so i have a lot of women in my life yeah so, same here and my, my dad not being around my, my my brother not being around as much because he was older and mm. he was doing living his life and stuff like that <laughs> so i started to, to have that gap where i needed a man Right, okay. So I added all those anger and I was picking up certain things, I was learning certain things. Mm. And I was just, I was angry, man. I was like, right. oh, the world, this and that, or whatever. My, my, my mom don't really understand my emotions because I'm a guy. Mm, yeah, yeah they, they don't understand Real what talk. I'm yeah. through, So I'm just having this happen, I'm having that's happening in school, I'm getting into fights, I'm getting mm. into this. I'm in a boys' school, you know, she's me in a boys' school, so I'm. Right. And I, I, I understand why she probably did it because to be around other boys and stuff like that. Yeah. And then when I look at it back now, I just feel like if I could have a conversation then is just to just to tell them like everything is gonna be alright. Right. Keep navigating, keep mm-hmm. trying to make sense of it. And I'd find a way to kind of tame the emotions. But I feel mm. I'd kinda of leave I wouldn't change anything to be honest with you. Okay. Because yeah. I feel like like I said to you about the journey, everyone has to go through yeah. all of those things because if you don't go through bad, how are you going to appreciate good? 100%. So I feel, this is why I said life is a test. Mm. So for most people that haven't been through anything, you can't really have conversation with them about, mm. you know, pri- they're so-called privileged people. Mm. You can't have a conversation with a privileged person. It's hard. Yeah. Because you don't really relate. Mm. They only relate to other privileged people because they talk about privileged things. And, and I don't feel like, I feel like those people, you've not been through life. Mm, mm. I mean, they, you don't understand that in your blessing, that's your test. Mm. That's the thing. So the test, yes, the test yeah. in life doesn't come from just bad; it comes from good as well. Yo. So having been blessed with things is a test to see. So now you have all these things. What are you gonna do with it? 
Mm. For because everyone understand they, they don't they think oh yeah you know I have this it's just for me no it's it's for everyone. Mm. Everything that you're blessed with is to bless everyone else. Amen to that. And that's the that's that's what makes your life even better mm. because the more. The, the more stuff you whatever you have I'm not saying to everyone oh, you get your money go give it to <laughs> so and so so I'm just saying mm. you know you have something more than more than you can deal with give some up yeah so you have a lot of, well, I understand that someone would want 20 billion in their account or mm. so and so million as one person mm. and then every day you're walking past someone that's struggling someone mm. that's on the street someone that doesn't have nothing mm. and you can comfortably walk past and Put your chin up and just mm. keep walking. Mm. For me, I struggle with that. Yeah, yeah I struggle yeah. with that. I struggle with that a lot because I feel like the whole thing, everyone's messing it up. Mm. So it's is like I said, I wouldn't change nothing in my past. Yeah. I leave it as it is because I wouldn't be this person now if it wasn't true for all of that stuff. I completely get that. And even even talking, looking at what your the different aspects it sounds like you're doing that anyway because everything yeah. everything you're doing is using your blessing to bless others whether it's oh, yeah. through music whether mm-hmm. it's through djing whether it's through mental health like it really looks like you're using those gifts to to kind of give back in a way mm-hmm. and i think and i think like i've realized now that i've i'm surrounded by those people mm-hmm. um and because people sometimes ask me like where'd you get the energy to all this kind of stuff i'm like bro I don't know anything other than that. Like, if, no matter who I talk to, everyone's doing something. And that's a beautiful thing. You know, yeah. It, and that, that's exactly how it should be because mm. you need you need those people around you. You need like-minded people around you. Yeah. And then you need to get those lost ones in, and, and make them into those like-minded people. Mm. And then just mm. keep letting it grow, let it yeah. grow, let it grow, let it grow. And then, you know, like negativity will kind of just... Right, it'll run away. Yeah, yeah. Run away. So it's 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 important to have good people around you. Good energy is nice, man. Mm, I completely agree with that. I think that's also a good good kind of place to start, like rounding up, because like we we've talked about various. <laughs> Areas, Just man. Just make sure you got like, e- you got everything you need. Don't <laughs> don't don't come there and say, ah, oh, I should have asked about this. I forgot about this. I forgot about that. Come yeah. on, because there's so many. Like this is one of the first interviews I've done like this for a while. Oh, for real? Yeah, sick. I've It's only now I reached this age mm. where I'm revealing everything to everyone. Wow. And I think it's dope because. I've collected all this data, yeah, all these yeah, years, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then now I'm ready to talk about it and tell people and say, yeah, so yeah, this is it, this is it. Then talk to me about Zim. This is it, Zim, bro. Yes, I've bro. Been, I've not <laughs> been, you know, I'm ashamed to say it. Okay. But I've not been to Zim for so long mm. because they got their own issues, yeah, of course. and yeah. all my family are here, so I haven't been to Zim for so long, mm. and my heart has been crying for that wow. place for so long. But then. The economy is so bad. Yeah, yeah. So it will, it will cost me an arm and a leg to even just try to go there and there's no economy, there's no like money or anything like that. So yeah, yeah it hurts me so much just to think, jeez, I can't even really go home like that, mm. you know. It hurts, but at the same time, it's like, now I'm just feeling I'm going to go to other like African countries. Yeah, Because yeah. it's the same thing. I just want to go just in, enjoy, just be around. Because I've already said to myself, 
I well, my aim is to to live out when I reach a certain age is to live out the rest of my life in one of those like either African country or Caribbean mm-hmm. Caribbean country where somewhere where there's culture. You know, yeah, I'm just, I'm just gonna abundance. Yeah, I'm just gonna live a, such a simple life. <laughs> I, listen, I, with the DJ thing, I've done my DJ thing, mm. I've enjoyed it, but now I'm ready for like another life, man. Right. Like, I'm so ready. That's how I suffer. I'm so ready for another life. That when, when I when I do this now, mm. and I have these conversations, and I help people, and I do all my yeah. thing, then I can get to a point where I, now I can sit with all these blessings, and I can just chill, and mm. I can just enjoy the sun, and I can just stare into the sun yeah. for the rest of my life, and I just be like, you know what? <laughs> I've got no regrets. I've yeah. lived life. I'm not scared to die now. Mm. You know, like because mm. you know, sorry to log to log your thing. No, no, no. It's you good. know, like a lot of people, like I would say, people that are scared to die are people that they don't believe in anything. You know, that have it's people right, that, okay. that they haven't done a lot of good in their life. Mm. But if you've done a lot of good in your life, you're more welcoming to you know when you reach maybe the end of your life or whatever. Mm. If death comes to you, you're just like, oh, is it time to go? Okay, cool. Mm. I'm ready to go home. Mm. You know what I mean? So I can meet the person that can be like, so how was your journey? Unpack your bags. Mm. You know wow. what I'm saying? So it's wow. about getting to that place. But before you get to that place, you need to pass this test right now. Right, 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 the right. Examination, right. the examination, the everything has been laid bare. The examiner is yeah. waiting and then for everything to be marked. And for everything <laughs> to be marked is to do those good deeds, man. Bless people, help people, mm. little things. You know, it's not about helping 10,000 people. It's about helping one person here and there, mm. helping, do all of these things. So when you do get to the end uh, of the line mm. you're at peace yeah that's yeah, the, yeah. that's that's the part that everyone should aim for mm. is to say when i leave here i'm ready to go yeah i'm ready i've done everything now it's time to accept the next level of my life yeah which is when you're out of here and you're shown something that you've never seen before like mm. from when you came out of the womb you know what i said wow. about the womb. yeah of course the, the, the different section you Ooh. see the world you're like yo what is this mm. because you thought you were in the water you were like yeah chilling. you're like all swamped up you're like yeah you know what this is life you yeah know? imagine if you had the twin in there you're like, you know i just chatting. like yeah you know <laughs> This is where we at, man. Yeah, this is the spot. Living a dream. You know, cut out, boom, boom. Yo, what is this? Did you uh, know about this? Cry? Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, bro, I was not ready. I didn't know about this. So it's about that, man. So it's 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 where the art comes in. So yeah. It shows that. you this beautiful world. Like, this world is beautiful, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you travel, so... Oh, bro, uh, there's been beautiful. moments when I'm just, like, overwhelmed. It's, it's, and, and, and you have to be ignorant to think mm. no one is, is the, all of this stuff is not created to be to be how it is mm. if you look at flowers you look at animals yeah. you look at just the air itself how it's designed you don't even see it but you know it's there mm. breathe it mm. and certain things like how the sun just hits your skin listen when I was in Senegal mm. There was this thing we did, shout out to Alessandra Sutton, who I need to get on here actually, mm-hmm. because like there was something we did every morning where it was literally just, you stood on a rock mm. and just felt the sun. I'm telling you, that's, you have to, and things like that, you have, you oh. have to, you have to do, this is, this is the thing is everyone needs to do that. Just come, mm-hmm. go out and enjoy. And this thing is in England, you can't do that in London. It's mainly not England, mm. it's London. London, because it's so fast-paced, yeah. you don't have time to enjoy life. Yeah, You're it's constantly tough. working, 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 so you can't even appreciate to see mm. the greatness of what is around you. 
hundred percent. And do you know what I find as well? It takes just as much effort to do those things as it takes to actually create space for mm-hmm. peace, mm-hmm. which kind of defies the point. Mm-hmm. So, for example, with me, I have Andre Day, like yeah. I mentioned, right? It's effort to make an Andre Day, you know? It is, it is. Like, right. to actually carve out time to be mm-hmm. like, okay, cool, this, I'm just going to be still i'm just gonna watch netflix i'm just gonna yeah, have yeah. a bubble bias or something it's crazy the it's effort we, de- we designed a very a very harsh system that doesn't mm. give you time to breathe or anything like that so this is why i said to you by the time people reach end of the line they're gonna have a lot of regrets for not mm. having lived how they would have wanted to there's a lot of people that have that got dreams that they never followed mm. where they were too scared oh yeah, there's a lot so of that. So they're gonna they're gonna have shooter. There's gonna be a lot of shooter coulda wooders when they reach into their forty fifties and they're mm. sitting there like, oh my god, you know, you have the stories of I used to DJ, you know, I used to do this, I used to do that, but I wish I never. Yeah. I'm like, bro, like, follow anything you wanna do, mm-hmm. follow it because you you are never gonna be able to do it again. Yeah, nah, bro. <laughs> yeah, like that. Like, someone someone said I was watching a lecture the other day. Someone said every time you take a picture. It's an old version of you. Yo, boss! Every time you take a picture, he goes, time is not waiting for you. Mm. Every time you take a picture, it's another version of you. It's not, you're not that person anymore. Every time you, that, that, that goes past, time is going past. So the whole time that you're pondering, you're just not doing anything, time is moving. Every second is going like that. Levels? Every Listen, <laughs> this just reminded me, uh, since we talk about time, my relationship with time has just been all over the place, right? Mm. I remember when I first like thought about time as a non-linear entity, right? Mm. This was after Facebook was created, right? And I remember writing myself a message to myself in the future, asking mm. how I'm doing. And you know how Facebook has a way of it, be, oh, like yeah, bringing yeah. it up, like yeah. oh you, bro, it happened, bro. It You're freaked like, me out, bro. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I got a message from me five years ago, yeah, yeah. being like, hey, you cool, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm blessed, bro. Like, like it was such a weird thing, but that is such an interesting way to put it because you're right, like the time shot wise, mm. like a picture is an old version of you, and when you when you kind of really deep it, that's mm. really like powerful like you know when you watch when you see pictures of like your parents when they were in school or your age mm-hmm. have you watched right um oh it's it's a show on prime um this is us no i'm, I'm gonna write all these shows that Bruv, i'm telling you i'm us. gonna give you send me the list send me the list of all these things because i'll, I'll happily watch i'm telling things. you anyone listening to this who has problems with releasing emotion watch this because it will just explode so basically this the one of the re- the reasons why i'm saying it is um it's basically a family and it's it's like uh so these parents uh gave birth to triplets and one of them died mm-hmm. right and then there was another kid who was left at the hospital right and they adopted that kid to be not exactly replace the third one mm-hmm. but like effectively to build up the um the family yeah thing is that third guy is black and it's a white family right and as they grow up the the sister um has issues with her weight and then the brother um is like an actor and stuff and he's like very trimmed and all that kind of stuff but he has really serious like issues with his self-esteem 
and things like that, even despite that. And then the black guy just has all the issues with being black, but within a white family, right? And, but the way it's told is genius because it's told from everyone at the same age. So for example, when it's the parents being the lead practitioner, Mm. it's when they're 30. And when it's told from the kids, it's when they're 30. And it's like, it's genius the way it works. So it's like how people, I'm telling you, bro. Like, like, since we were just talking about time, like, it's just interesting the way they do it. Like, what issues they were dealing with at that same point in their lives. Mm -hmm. Because obviously, like, at that point, like, the, the, the black guy's obviously got kids at this point now. But he's, like, just... Like oh uh, anyway, it's levels. Send me, send me, yeah, send I'll me send you list. that. I'll send you the whole send reading me. list, bro. Send the list of it's, everything. It, for me, it was like I watched the first three episodes and by the end of episode three I'm like, I'm not watching this again until I feel like I'm emotionally prepared for an episode. Mm-hmm. Because like the issues they dealt with are so real, I felt like I'm pretty sure like twenty minutes into the first episode, I was just mm-hmm. in bits, bro. Like, just me on my own in my room. Just, I, I couldn't cry anymore. Like, it was exhaustive. <laughs> like, I respect that you can actually be honest and say, no, I yeah. cry, bro. Like, bro, I cry. Like, the thing is, it's weird. I, I, put, I posted up today on my stories. Like, um, I saw, I saw um, like, a meme or something. And it mm. was just like, something like, just cry, bro. We need you to, something like that. I can't remember how it ended. But it was like, for me, my relationship with my emotions has gone on such a curve through the years. And I feel like now I'm at a space where, first of all, I'm something happened when I was 30. I just don't care what people think anymore. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, that, that's, that's the age of, of, of yeah. not caring anymore. Like, At if, all. Even with, with your parents, now you don't mm-hmm. care anymore. When you're younger, you're too worried. Like, I'm not, I can't even oh, go yeah. to the shop dressed like this. Oh, but then you get to that age, you're like, no, nah, actually, it's fine. Yeah, I'm actually cool. Like, yeah, first fine. of all, I'm a human. Yeah, exactly. good days, bad days, nah, and there's different care. facets. 30, 30, 30 is, is, is one of the best things that ever happened to me. Because when you're mm. already 30, you're like, yo. Yeah. It's a different, I swear it's a different, life changes. hundred. Oh. It's like something, I don't know what the switch up happens. Mm-hmm. It's like a switch gets hit. Yeah. Even how you think, everything is like changing. Even you, sometimes I'm sure you sit there and you're like, bro, like what the hell? Mm. I never used to think like this. At all. Yeah, you're much more calculated. At all. You know what what I what I think that is is because when you're younger you've got so much time mm. and when you reach thirty you realize you're much closer to mm. to death than anything so you yeah. start to to get all your affairs in order yeah so this is like when you reach that thirty mm. everyone starts to want to get their affairs in order and that's a dope thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you need to get your affairs in order get everything together boom 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 yeah. boom boom because when your maker does ask you so Andre mm-hmm. <laughs> Talk to me. What did you do? You know? How 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 was it? What were you doing? How were you mm. doing? You need to you need to be able to have, to be to able to talk and say, Yeah, I did this. Absolutely. This is my book. Yeah. Because your book is gonna be revealed to you and open um, to you and say, So this is the book of Andre. Yeah. For your journey of all the years that you spent on earth. Yeah. The time that I gave you. Imagine. You know, how did you handle this? How did you deal with this? Okay, so you passed this, you failed mm-hmm. this, but it's fine. Yeah. Because you acknowledge that when you reach to a certain age, that yeah. you know, you know, some people find life changes for them even at eighty. Mm. And most people don't realize that's that's mm-hmm. fine as well. Mm-hmm. And 
and like I, I was watching this guy right and he said um in 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 god terms i know you're gonna have something for that that i don't really believe in and stuff like that so he said oh, he said <laughs> yeah. um god doesn't even judge you on your sins mm. he judges you on your repentance where's 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 humans judge you on your sins so he don't even so for most people what they don't understand is you know when someone does something wrong right ponder it's like oh, i did this wrong but you don't understand that it's actually not written down yet so when you do something wrong it's not written down because right. he's hoping he's holding he so so mm. he, he'll tell an angel don't don't write it down yet i'm waiting for andre so andre's done something wrong mm. he said don't write anything down yet it'll wait for you mm. wait 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 the moment you repent it's not written down anymore right but then right. the bad that lives in this world will tell you oh you've done so bad don't do anything about it oh, no whatever whatever mm. but you don't understand that you did something wrong it's not written in that moment but the mm. moment you repent it's gone yeah start again and i think for me that's one of the things that happened at 30 as well like mm. i it's like something about ownership of all of that yeah like the 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 all extremes of that that mm-hmm. gradient cuz like perspective like i loved what you said earlier about your relationship with death effectively because mm. of you know what you believe about transitioning through yeah, yeah, yeah. it kind of the way you described it made me remember um look who's talking the movie yeah. which is like <laughs> from the kids point of view like the yeah. whole part of the first bit is from the baby and then they come out into the real world yeah, and, yeah, yeah. um all that kind of stuff but like my relationship with that is 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 kind of changed as as a result of that and like nowadays like if something bad happens a guy a guy said this to me before which was so like switched the way i thought was he was talking about shame mm. and he was saying like shame is the inability to separate who you are from what you've done yeah and um an example of what he he used to like illustrate that was he had a pen in his hand right mm. and he goes he's like if i if i there, there's the act and then there's the story yeah the fact and the story so it's like if i drop the pen what happened i dropped the pen mm. but the story could be i'm a pen abuser yeah right so then it can inflame to a point where anytime someone sees you they'll keep their pens away from you because yeah. you're you're a pen abuser or you mm-hmm. yourself may be scared to pick up another pen in case it happens again because mm-hmm. that's who you think you are and it's like being able to separate that as just this is what happened i dropped the pen that's it that's the whole story yeah um and i feel like that ability i think it was there beforehand but after 30 bro i was like yeah this happened yeah, i made happened. a mistake like this that's this old. you know but it doesn't define me no it doesn't because you move you moved on you're 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 sorry about it and mm. you've moved you have you just have to you have to forgive yourself man oh bro forgiveness <laughs> forgiveness is is yeah is not so much for other people it's for yourself literally about you to have say. to forgive yourself for things like that like i've got a lot of things like i did when i was younger that i'm not proud of mm. you know another thing i made it to a mission to was make all my right wrong so I, so a lot of people that um i had like issues and things like that with mm. I, I cleared everything right a lot of people so i'm still in the process of clearing so whenever i, start, I see someone that maybe something happened between us i just mm. let them know i'm sorry whatever even if they don't take the apology just for me knowing yeah. that i've done it 100 percent done my part i've let mm. you know like i'm not that person anymore yeah things that happened then you know it's it's, it's about growth you know mm. you're growing you're learning about life we're all navigating stuck here together 
So the forgiveness is so important, man. Mm. Forgive yourself, to forgive other people, and not to hold anything like in your heart, man. It's mm-hmm. it's not worth it at all. It is not worth it. And I find it's harder to forgive yourself than other people. Like I mean, most of, this is this could be just for me, but like a lot of people I've um, spoken to, like the actual emotional energy it takes to mm. let something go, effectively, yeah. can be really huge other people but with yourself you can't hide from it at all no you can't like in those quiet times when it's just you in your room and you know you're about to go to at sleep night time and your mind the thing is it's because night time night time is very spiritual that was most people realize <laughs> yeah so the night the night itself is a very spiritual thing because if you noticed people go out on dates they go on date and dates at night and mm-hmm. that's when there's actually conversation that happens. Most people are much more honest if you speak to them night time than they will mm-hmm. if they speak in the afternoon. As soon as it turns to night, there's something about something that happens about when it turns to night, people become very emotional. Right. They're very open. Right. Very right. Informative. They're very. Or if you're sitting with someone in a car at night time, the conversation that happens. This is so true. It's night time. There's night time. It's very spiritual. So it's like, so for some. If you're speaking to, if you notice, if you're, if you're speaking to like God or anything like that, mm. it's most of the perfect time to do that or to reflect or anything is nighttime. You sit right. and you fully reflect and you go into it. It's a nighttime. I'd never connected that dot. Spiritual. Like, nighttime is very spiritual. Yeah. Nighttime is very spiritual. This is that's the time that people should spend really reflecting is at night mm. because you're so in touch with everything everything is quiet mm. the whole world is quiet that's mm. the time where you, if you're speaking to your mate you speak to the maker at that time if you're speaking to someone you speak to someone at that time you're wow. much more open you, you, you feel it i'm telling you not, yeah. do it tonight for anyone that's listening do it tonight <laughs> yeah. sit by yourself at night and then just go through your thoughts and you see how you feel at night is not the same as how you feel in the day Mm. Because in the, in the night time you're much more open. Even when you if you was to phone someone and have a conversation at night time, it, it always steers to something deep. Yeah, that's that true. Conversation it steers yeah. it automatically steers to something deep, and then mm. you have reflective moments. Everything think about your life at night time. Yeah, you think about everything. Everything that you can go through, you think about is at night time. Fam, I I didn't even put that <laughs> them two together, bro. That's mad. Oh. I'm telling you, that's that's the time I spend. Like a lot of time, I've made plans. A lot of times, I've done things. I've done it at night time. A lot of times, I've cried about my life or about my change. It's been at night, and I didn't realize I was doing this until later on. I learned. Um, this guy I was listening to, it and I was like, "Whoa!" And he said, "It's like night time." He goes, "Yeah, night time is dangerous." Mm. It's like that's the time where, like for example, like in Islam, they say like the third quarter of the night. Mm. Is when like God comes down to like the lower heaven and he asks people, What do you want? But the thing is he does it in that time because a lot of people are sleeping in that time. So for you to be able to get up in those times and ask for what you want is is a big blessing. Do you know what's crazy? Yeah. But what you're saying right now. Because uh, like in my head I'm also thinking about creativity in general yeah, like yeah. that kind of connection to because there's something about somewhere between like one and three o'clock in the morning yeah where that's, that's some the, of my the third quarter of the night yeah that's when right. that's when that's when all prayers are answered bruv 
I've had giftings at that time. Yeah, that's 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 like, it's, it's, it's because, like I said to you, most people may not believe it, but I'm telling you, that's mm. the time God is like on the lower, closest to the earth than He is, mm. and anyone that does anything in those times, most times will tell you their dreams have been answered. Wow. Because you, in, you're doing a form of praying, you're crying, you're working your art off, you're doing everything, you're mm. writing down, you're like, I want this, I need this. Deep down, you're working towards, I want it, I need it, I need it, da 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 da, da. Mm. And it happens. Wow. Every artist you can think of, every person you can think mm. of, they work those third quarter of the night before you wake up that last third quarter. That's when, when you're fully like, working on it that's when he's on that lower level and it's like andre what do you want you ask practice yeah, it practice. Yeah, if, you're, yeah. if you're a praying man for everyone that's listening practice it to get up the last quarter of the night like three o'clock whatever get mm. up pray ask for what you want in life and i promise you you can hold me accountable to this I promise <laughs> you. yeah ask for what you want mm. and then later on you're gonna remember this conversation and say you know what Bad. Yeah. He was right, you know. <laughs> I'm telling you, just go and ask for what you want. My thing. Lay in bed and say, This is what I want. Every day ask. Yeah. yeah Every yeah, day yeah, yeah. ask. You have to ask. You have to mm. nag, nag, nag and say, This is what I want. Every now, every, every time, just get up and say, I want this. Mm. And, I, and keep practicing it. And then you're going to see in the, the results. Well, that's that's levels right there, man. You see the results. Cause Even, people, people can't do it because they're sleeping all the time. They're, mm. They can't get up. They're like, oh. so if you really want it, you get up. Cheese on bread on toast. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me on that. You get up, practice. You're gonna remember this. Get up one day and then just talk to me. Practice it. Do it for like a month or a week or something like that, and then call me and say, yo. So I ask for this. Then, bro, you're not gonna believe. But also, you need to be patient too. <laughs> yeah, so you can't. True. You need to really be patient and really let give it give it time. Mm. Because the moment you start to do stuff like that, you'll be tested even more. You know yeah. Oh, that's the truth, bro. Yeah. The moment you walk a path of being good, mm. you will be tested even more. So now is where you need to arm yourself. Yeah. Arm yourself 100%. with things that will protect you. Arm yourself with stuff mm. like that. You know how to repel. If someone tries to to come to you with with some negative stuff, you know how to just be like, ah, oh, you know what, bro? Do your yeah. thing, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know Let what that I mean? Go. You're like, just do your thing, man. That's it. Um, this is what separates you from all of that. But um, yeah. yeah, ask. Third quarter than that. That's insane, bro. So anyone listening, yeah, we're going to actually try this as an experiment, right? Right? Cause, Let's do it. Um, and I'll try and make it so that I've, I've, I've like mentioned this in the intro as well, right? So the challenge is this. Yeah, yeah, the Joe challenge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the th- three quarter night challenge is that give it a go. Yeah. So even if it's from tonight, yeah, um, if you and try it, actually wake up at those kind of times of night and mm. ask, and give it time, and then see how it happens. And we want you to actually get back to us. Yeah. So go to Anchor dot fm forward slash tlltw forward slash message and leave us a voice note of the story like what you asked for and what happened afterwards how it happened and we want to hear back from you we want to see what happened because like even even here because it's mad because this whole become stuff happened as like little one to two one to three o'clock in the morning little bing, bing. everyone every creative like, will tell you they yeah. work 
you see that that picture with the with the with, with everything switched off and that one light is on right someone working yeah in those times because you're asking in those times mm. and you're working every successful person will tell you about those late nights yeah doing all of that but they don't realize they're they're doing it in the in that process you Imagine. ask and then you put the action to it you yeah ask, but you have to keep asking after so whether you're spiritual whether you're religious whatever as long as you understand you know, there's a creator to all this. You can call it energy. You can call right, it... Right. People call it so many different names. Mm. There's no actual name for it. Mm. You know, there's no actual name for the for the big energy. But mm. definitely that three-quarter challenge. Three-quarter the Three-quarter challenge. challenge, man. Get out. Ask the universe for what you want. Can't wait. Bro, it's been an absolute pleasure, man. Thank you. Like, thank I, you, I, thank I you. feel like we've had some really good convo. We like, did. definitely, so I learned... Allah, <laughs> <laughs> you, <fam. laughs> and you're more knowledgeable than me, man. And some of the stuff yes. that you do, man. So come on, it's 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 a compliment. It's like you learn something. <laughs> of course, man. I've learned a lot today, like, and it's applicable stuff for me as well, man. Just yeah, yeah, literally, yeah. like, conversations we've had about just emotions, that like three quarter challenge, and um, just how to deal with like that mm. the the mental health of things, but also like the creative side of you. Yeah. Like and how that's that journey's kind of been. Like you I think know, you wanna know something that's crazy. Go on. You know, for as long as we've known each other, we've never actually had a conversation like that. We actually haven't. Uh-huh. It's so true. It's never. so true. Never. Because certain souls recognise each other. Yeah. There's no conversation that need to be had. Yeah, that's yeah, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's no there's no conversation that need that needs to be had. The conversation's already been had by our exchange. Yeah, I've known you, know you what? for that's years. True. Yeah, I've known you for years. We've never had like a, a proper. We've 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 been <laughs> the very good friends. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. We've been very good friends, but we've never really had. We never needed to have conversations. So true. Never. So See, true. Like, yo, what's going on? How's life? Da, 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 yeah, da, da, da. yeah. But we've never. Really like, oh yeah, sit down. Da, 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 da. No, that but is so But true. there's always been that that dope exchange where it's like, not much has been said, but much has been said. Yeah, like I see you as well. And like for me, it's like even even when because when I was doing this, I was thinking like, you know, who could I get on the the podcast? And I think when I was in that kind of phase, was that I think you either came up on social media or something mm. like that, and I was like. Yep. <laughs> like without a doubt, I was like, "Yep." Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. like I I knew I did I didn't re- I didn't even I didn't know any of this stuff, right? So, I know, I but know. I just knew that the I conversation know. would be. I know it's always it's always my I I love it because I always love seeing people change like in front yeah. of me when I'm telling them certain things. They're like, "Mad the hell, this guy." Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm I'm enjoying right now. I'm enjoying. It. So I think I'm gonna do like a lot of like walkthroughs and try yeah, to, trying to get certain things out before. I'm fully you know, disappearing. You know I mean? You know? Oh, bro. No, it's been a pleasure, bro. Thank you. Thank you, man. But is there is there anything, like, as, as we round up, anything, any, like, last words or anything you want to say to people listening? No, the, I mean, I pretty much said a lot of things when it's just, mm. like I said, it's just about, the like, now, in the state of things, how things are in life right now, we're not in a very, the greatest of states. Mm. So I think it's so important that, as people, we come together. And 100%. we bless each other for the people that are blessed, you know, do what you can to help the next man. Mm. There's a lot of people struggling out there. So it's important that we recognize the people that are struggling and we help lift a brother, sister up. Yeah. And we fight on this journey together, you know what I'm saying? Because mm. 
for every person that you ignore, you're going to be asked at the end of this. You say, so you walked past this person, why didn't you help them? Mm. You know what I mean? So my last message is just be kind, help as many people as you can. Mm. And, you know, we're all in this together. 100%, bro. Together. Well, it's been an honor, bro. Like, how, how can people follow your journey? Because I know you're, you're, you're dropping off the DJ side, but I mean, <laughs> just in general, like, how can people follow you? Um, well, find me. I'm on Instagram, styles with a Z underscore J. Mm -hmm. But um, don't let my image um, fool you into thinking otherwise. <laughs> I am this person, you know what I mean? Follow me. I'm open to having conversations like my... My message is I was open to people, so yeah. Um, find me Facebook, Joe Nooker, Joe N U C C A. Uh, on every other social, it's styles with a Z underscore J. So feel free, send me a message. Yeah. We're gonna talk anything. I'm I'm always open For to sure. people, man. And what about your music? How can they? Is that on there as well? Yeah, it's gonna be on Spotify. So ah. I'm working on this album. And it's gonna be an R and B album. So if you type in Styles again with a Z, Styles J mm. on uh, Spotify, you find some of my other stuff that I released, which is my previous older stuff. So the stuff that's coming now is gonna be much more growth from yeah. what it was to what it is gonna be now. Right. So you can find it on there, man. Bro, yes, bro. Thank you so much for being on here and taking your time Thank out you. on this Saturday, it's bro. It's all good, man. That's to be done. I'm telling you, man. I, I've, <laughs> I've thoroughly enjoyed it, man. I know people listening are going to too. Uh -huh. But um, so rounding up, thank you all for listening. Um, you all know how to get in touch with him. I know you all got a lot to process. And do not forget the three-quarter challenge, please. If you get a chance, record your, your response. Send it to anchor.fm forward slash TLLTW forward slash message. And it's literally like recording a voice note. And you can tell us everything that happened and we can talk about it at a later date. I know you're not good. it's not going to be the last time we have you on, bro. Like, it'd be good to see what kind of changes and experiences you've had in the future. Yeah, sure. Um, and yeah, we'll have you back and continue the convo, bro. But thank you very much for coming. You're welcome, bro. No doubt. All right. And enjoy the rest of your day, week, night, whenever you're listening to this. <laughs> Peace. And that was it. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. I hope you enjoyed it and got some value from it. Um, if you want more info, you can go to www.becomeimmersive.co.uk. That's www.becomeimmersive.co.uk. If you have any questions or queries or you want to just give us a shout out, go to um, becomeimmersive at gmail.com or info at becomeimmersive.co.uk. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. This is The Lion Learns to Write, reclaiming our narrative through identity, empowerment, and creativity. So let's do that. Have an amazing day and see you next episode. Peace. Oops.